Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name's Will DeFreeze. With me in the studio, my loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going today? It's going all right. Uh, excited to be back. This Is this our, yeah, this is our first episode of 2023, is it not? Well, technically, we released one, you know. First one we recorded exactly, in 2020. Exactly. We have yeah. not, we have yeah. not gotten in the studio together in a minute. Yeah. It, this was, this is our first recording and maybe, it feels like what, could be a month. Uh, almost. I think it's, you know, it's damn near. It's three weeks at a minimum. And that's just, that's just too long. There's a part of me that's worried that the vibes have shifted so much in the last month that we're not going to know where to pick up all the pieces. Uh, I, I understand that feeling, um, especially because my vibes have shifted over the well, the last three weeks. Because, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, here's the thing. I, I, I immediately after we recorded on December 21st, I just, I got in my head and I, I, uh, I utilized the interwebs. I used um, a, a, a little program, Slack channel actually that I have, uh, thanks to to, uh, to Soul Savvy, little kind of sneaker shoe hunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I used to call it like everything but the bot. I used that um, that tool, and the day after we recorded, I found myself a restock of Tote Birkenstock Bostons. See, and I, and I and I pulled trig, and I got, and I feel. I feel good about this. It, it was an excellent purchase, and I got in under the wire as the door was closing on 2022. They, you know, I got in, I, I snuck in, and my vibes have now shifted because I am a, a Birkenstock Boston. Uh, I'm part of the mainstream, man. I'm, I've, I've just, I've gone, I've gone. I, I, it feels like a backward step, but it feels like a good backward step. See, I'm jealous of you right now because I recently had a conversation <laughs> with somebody and, and they asked me, am I chuggy for wearing these Birkenstock Bostons? I was like, no, you're, you should be very happy with yourself right yeah, now. You can't yeah. get these anywhere. Right. No. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure that they are about to do like a massive restock, but that's okay. Because they they are look I'm no I'm, but the, the, people are gonna know people are gonna know if you have the restock or you, if you ha, if you got in before 2023 they should hit. just put like a little pink dot like somewhere like on the side you know on the lateral exactly side of them just so you know if you're like a if you're a 2023 restock boy or girl or, or it's not. like no, when everybody was trying to like I, suss out like the the the, the fake Yeezys and stuff it's right, like no you right. can see the glue right there that's actually stitched <laughs> on everything else. But um, it's like the map, know, the, just, the guy on TikTok who does the maps. It's like you show him a, a clog and he's just like, nope, that's a, a fall, winter 2022. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, I, you know, it's it's they're ubiquitous at this point. But after after attempts at, you know, the essentially the faux Birkenstock Bostons, even mm-hmm. if they were like more higher end than the actual ones, it feels it's just really nice to have the real thing. Yeah, I and get it. And I don't it. care if I'm late. I don't care if I'm late to this because they're they're what, they're goaded. What does it say about me that like I want some? I want I want one of the colorways from uh, Stussy. Yeah, but I just yeah. don't want the imprint of the Stussy logo on my Birkenstock boss. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, and um, it's 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 uh, it'll be interesting. Stussy dropped one today, actually, so it'll be a it'll be a couple days. I need to pay more attention to them. I'm not paying enough attention um, to Stussy, but. Uh, but yeah, maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll run it back or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you though. Stussy has some really, really great colorways. I like them. them. And I, I mean, the imprint's the imprint. It's it's almost like it, it, the imprint makes them more hype than they need to be. Yeah, in a way. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And so so I, I I get that. And uh, but yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a Boston owner now. <sighs> I'm jealous, man. And, I uh, I have and, to admit, I haven't bought anything yeah. in way too long. 
Like I, I need I need to spend some money on something soon before I lose my mind. I haven't I haven't purchased anything material for myself. <laughs> yeah. In a very long time, it's killing me. Well, maybe that's maybe all the non spending has has you queued up to to purchase your wish list item. That's I, that might no yeah. no today's today's <laughs> wish list item. I can tell Barrett's already looked at it. These are not an imminent cop. These are on the wish list, just, just okay, sitting there, right, just okay, sitting there, just hanging. Just I hanging. do have an issue. Um, as some people know, I have a son, and I drop him off at daycare every once in a while, twice a week. Oh, I thought you were going to say your issue is that you have a son, and therefore you you can't be going around blowing blowing bags. No, no, I think that's more of an excuse. Like, okay, I'm not going right. to bars and spending pointless money there, so yeah. I think, like, when you have a kid, you have a better excuse to actually buy material items. <laughs> uh, but So I was dropping my son off today, and, and I was wearing something I actually got off my wish list, which is a pair of Adidas uh, fucking awesome skate shoes. Yeah. And that's, I'm not saying that the, the shoes themselves are fucking awesome. I'm telling people out there that that's the name of the brand that they collaborated with. So when I rolled up, I was like, man, I'm probably going to have the most forward sneakers here out of all the dads dropping their kids off right now. And I, uh, I, I'm getting in my car and I see this dad walking up and he's wearing a pair of, uh, he's wearing the, the new balance that the president of Ukraine has been wearing lately. Ah. And I, I immediately was like, oh, I just got completely bodied out mm -hmm. of, of daycare drop off today. This guy just crushed me. This is what Zelensky's been wearing? Yes. Or is that, I got the name right, right? Yes, yes. Sorry, I, I was worried I wasn't going to get it right. <laughs> uh, and I was just sitting there and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Like this guy just absolutely dunked on me and I, I just can't do anything about it. He, he showed up wearing the $199 New Balances that, that the Ukrainian president's wear. Okay, all right, okay. Um, wh wh hold on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pull picks here. Is... Wait, was Zelensky wearing Jowns? Yeah, he uh, was the, it. Was it Jowns or was it the ALD collaboration? I think it might have been the Jowns. The brown Jowns is that what is yeah. that what our guy Zelensky's been wearing? Yeah. How did he get a How did he get his hand on those? I don't know. How did the guy at my daycare get his hands on them too? I was just sitting there. I was like, you gotta be kidding. Huh. Well, that's that. That's something. You know who else I saw wearing a pair of Jown New Balances is some boxer or fighter that's a big deal this past weekend or something. There was some fight. Uh, Dave probably knows. Yeah, it was I, like some Garcia or something. But I, like this guy, you know, he he pulls up to the arena in like some massive Mercedes truck or something like that. You know how they, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, gets out entourage, just absolutely dripping jewelry, human-made, Nego, all the stuff. And then he was wearing Jown New Balances, and it was just like, okay, wow, okay, like, like this, yeah. Yeah, it's like wow, is... you like minimalistic Canadian brands. <laughs> Congratulations, sir! It, it was a new level of um of 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 hype there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they continue to um, to expand outside of just like the ALD boy market. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're everywhere. They're yeah, everywhere. They are. Um, I, I I have a question. I've got a totally like I I'm, I'm going to shift the vibe on you. Shift before it. we get into anything further. Unless you had more on. I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you this question, but I, I just decided to to save it until we were on pod. Um, you were getting ready to go on a on a winter trip. To I was hometown in Michigan. I was recently. Looks like some of that got interrupted by assorted winter storms. And we a slight in, delay in Southwest Airline uh, collapse. Slight yeah. slight delay, but we but we did fine. It it would have appeared to me that you and your wife Sally were out the night before you were supposed to leave. Yeah, we is got this. Is that something that was? Is that accurate to to real life? Was that yes? Okay, I that that before you even go, that's insane. That is insane. <laughs> What's more not, insane? It might, it might be the most impressive, craziest thing that I know about you now. 
that before over a week-long trip with your small son to your hometown for winter weather with all the packing and travel arrangements and requirements that you got to do before a trip, that you were out drinking martinis the night before. That's that's crazy. You you really set it, the bar high, Will. Like no, it like, was a blessing. You, it was a blessing <laughs> that our flight got canceled. <laughs> because when we got home at 11 p.m. that night and had to f- put the finishing touches on our packing, uh, and and we saw that our flight was canceled, I thought to myself, you know what? It's good that I don't have to get up in four hours. Like when did you pack? Before. Here's the thing, like, Barry. Something so, something people so need to know pre- about you're me. You're so prepared over the course of the week before your trip that you were like already packed before the night of? If I'm going on a trip for more than like three days, yeah. I will start mentally packing like two weeks out. Yeah. I have to. But that's, but, but okay, but mentally packing is, I, I make a list and notes of like what I'm going to bring and everything. And no matter what, no matter what, like the night before, I'm up till like midnight at least at a minimum putting it all together. My, so I, I have this thing that, that I do and it, I, I don't know what to call it. I need to come up with a name for it, but I get pre-trip excitement and in that pre-trip excitement i might try to go out a little bit before i go on my trip and i i feel like the night before i always end up having a couple drinks because i'm like (laughs) pumped up and i'm already mentally on vacation and suddenly i'm hung over on my stupid flight the next morning or at least have like a little stinging headache but yeah i was the destination the uh, a, a a local place famous for steaks and martinis it is yeah, yeah. it was okay. yeah so right. then that's another thing sally and i we like to do a nice dinner uh at the same restaurant jeffrey's in austin yeah. uh, we do it uh as close to christmas as we can uh-huh. uh just because we like to have a cozy dinner and that's really our one one uh splurge meal around the holidays that we like to go and have our date night for and we look forward to it. we make that reservation months out uh we ball and we enjoy ourselves. And then uh, then I go with my tail between my legs uh, to every other restaurant for the next couple months after. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, you know, I mentioned off mic that that uh, that my partner, Laura, is on a, like a girls weekend trip. And like she she left on on Thursday morning. And so like Wednesday night was like just like an all out. I mean, just like a mess, yeah. you know, yeah. like clothes littered everywhere, like various levels of stress and and hysterics about what to pack and what to wear and how many shoes you can bring and Mm -hmm. how you're going to get all this in a carry-on and is it kind of nice watching it it, knowing that you don't have to worry about anything well as as you know i i'm the de facto stylist right (laughs) so i'm 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 called i'm called up to bat here yeah that's tough in in these moments she's standing in front of the mirror like doing 360 like lounge on the couch and like i've been there watch banshees by myself while she goes and does the thing like i'm 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 there giving feedback and helping and and doing all that type of stuff but what it what this makes me think of after watching you do this is maybe maybe you make a res the night before you know you do you do you make these plans to go out and perhaps that could force us force me to 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 get everything done before the night before it definitely helps because i've got this thing to look forward to i know we are going to be doing this we got to do this like it definitely helped like if I don't get it done, I'm going to have to cancel this fun thing that I have planned. Yeah. So I refuse to pack the morning of. It's something I'll yeah. never do. And so I, I I will only do it before. And and on certain nights, I will just like – I'll maybe take off work at like four. Yeah. Go home and just start did packing. You, did you already have the dog squared away? Yeah. 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 We're okay. good. That's, yeah. that's another – 
Yeah. Like Rosie was off to wherever she was going to be. She was at least, no, we had someone, we had someone meeting us the next morning. So okay. we already all had right. all of her stuff ready to go and, okay. and they were just going to come over and pick her up. Okay. So we were, in, we, I, I'm a prepared person. Yeah. I don't like going into a vacation un, unprepared. Okay. As you know, and, and I mean, I was stressed about packing for Italy for about four months right. leading up yeah. to it. And well, that's I, just I, how it is. I aspire to your, to your level of, of preparation that. and, and, uh, and just forethought because thank you, Barry. That's not how it goes in my house. <laughs> Well, before we get into uh, to, uh, the bulk of today's episode, we've got some announcements. First and foremost, uh, please go follow Retail Therapy on Instagram. We're about to hit 10K. It's going to happen. I Honestly, by the time that you've listened to the end of this episode, I think a lot of people out there are going to go to this account and be like, oh, they're already at 10K. Not a big deal. Wow. You should still follow. Uh, additionally, listener companions will be returning at willdefreeze.substack.com. I'll put all the resources from today's episode, whether it's uh, links to products we talk about, articles we talked about, or just our wish list items. Go check it out. Willdefreeze.substack.com. You can go find that in the link of this uh, episode or in the description of this episode. And as always, youtube.com slash Podcast. You can watch all these episodes. Barrett's a whiz with putting stuff up on the screen. Go check it out. Uh, and yeah, we've got a sponsor that I absolutely love. We're talking about Squarespace real quick. Squarespace is a company that has helped me in my career tenfold. I don't know where I would be without Squarespace in my life. When Squarespace, uh, when I first discovered it, I realized it was an all-in-one platform for building brands, growing online businesses, et cetera. And what I did was I wanted to start a website on it. And I started blogging on it. And I started doing Sunday Scaries on it. And what I got was a beautiful website that allowed me to engage with my audience, sell products for the first times, create content. It was just awesome. Uh, and when I say that I don't know where I'd be without Squarespace, I truly mean it. They made it so easy to build an aesthetically pleasing website while also having all the features and capabilities of so many other platforms out there. There are so many features to choose from, whether it's just selling your products, whether it is sending email blasts, whether it is uh, blogging. They have so many different things that you can do through Squarespace that there's no shortage of ways to grow your business, to grow your personal brand, to grow whatever you want. They even have a nice little holding page where you can collect emails. They've got so many different things. Please go check it out, I swear. Even if you don't know how to build a website, you will know how to build one through Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code scaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code scaries to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just go do it. I love these guys. Barrett, I've been waiting to talk about this for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. My sister reached out to me and she said, I think this is up your alley. And when I clicked through on that little Instagram link, I said, yes, it is. Tiny beanies have been all the talk on this podcast as of late. And Gnomecore <laughs> is our most recent aesthetic that we need to talk about very briefly. Yeah. Yeah. This is really based off of the uh, now infamous photo of uh, Christian Bale with the, his beard and his tiny beanie sitting atop his head from a, a recent GQ shoot. And now people are just submitting photos of them looking like gnomes. They're wearing jackets that look like Paddington should be wearing them. They're wearing beanies on top of their heads. They're looking cozy as hell, Barrett. The, yeah. The I mean, first and foremost, I've, I've, I'm obviously familiar with this photo of Christian Bale from the, the GQ editorial. It it really 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 is giving no like to a just a, a to a degree that I had not 
considered before, but it's really funny. That might like, be my that might be my Halloween costume <laughs> next year. Good. I might just go as Christian Bale gnomecore. I mean, you can do the beard, so you really should, exactly you really should take. I've been advantage. trimming the chin on my beard a little short lately, but I think uh-huh. I might need to start getting it longer right, so I can little, go full gnome. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that the, that a new a new um, you know a, a new level of tiny beanie has been unlocked here with well, with. Uh, with with giving gnome and, and looking like a gnome. I'm also seeing that uh, I didn't know I didn't know how much fashion inspiration I should have been drawing from gnomes this entire time. <laughs> They're just stacking like sweaters on top of sweaters. You got yeah, cardigan. Yeah. You have like mohair cardigans on top of cashmere sweaters. You've got just people wearing a lot like, of layered knitwear. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they were big on that. Uh, the gnomes. See, uh, I, I, was, I mean, they are gnomes are are Scandinavian, right? I don't know. I've never thought about don't the you, origin stories of gnomes. They got to be Scandinavian. Are they? Yeah. I mean, I would assume that they would be. Like, right? if I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and it was like, what part of the the world did gnomes come from? And Scandinavia's <laughs> on that list. I'm like, see, the the obvious answer would be Scandinavia. Oh yeah. Okay. See, and we would be wrong, and we would lose the million dollars because they originally they they first appeared in the gardens of England in the 1840s. Classic. Yeah. Classic. So it's more of a you know for more of a British thing. But um, I'm start. I, I need a Fair Isle sweater. I need yeah. I need a heavy cable knit. I don't have these in my rotation right you now. You need some stripes. Yeah, I almost wore a striped sweater today, and now I really wish I had, and I wish I had paired it with a tiny beanie. It was like 40 degrees this morning, so I, I could have gotten away with that. Actually, I do have a striped – actually, more think about it. You might if, – if we do end up having an afternoon pint at uh, at mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the new Irish pub in Austin tomorrow, Ooh, Barry, yeah. you might see Should me showing up and... looking a little gnomey <laughs> because <laughs> – because I'm just Should we just stroll in there looking like two gnomes. Yeah, I mean, dude, they'll be like, "Oh, sweet, you guys are from 1840s." Like we're Irish, we we're not Ooh, English, but we I, care. How about let's talk ceramics for a second? I'm I I can't quite tell where this this mug is from. Uh, I will absolutely see. talk ceramics. Lay claim to your very own mystical mug from Heresy London. Um, just a beautiful swampy, marshy Scottish green here yeah with a gnome on there Ooh, it's i mean giving hobbit imagine <laughs> imagine dressing like a gnome and sipping sipping some 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 hot tea out of this thing see i i have worries i'm gonna i'm gonna bring producer randy up here uh randy has been uh randy is a known Shein shopper which is not great mm, but goodness. randy is very fashion forward in that he thinks that cloaks are gonna make just a huge comeback relatively soon and i think that like gnome core and all this kind yeah. of stuff is only going to end up with people wearing cloaks i told randy before we recorded today that i think cloaks will be in vogue before christmas 2023 wow okay i agree i agree i think I think the perfect person, uh, Jared Leto, put him in a cloak. He's perfect for one. Why? Now, are we talking, are we like, like, what's the difference between a cloak and a cape? Okay, so a cloak has a hood. I mean, there's... (laughs) Got it. I think there's like a caper. So so we're talking like Little Red Riding Hood, like ties at the neck. It's a cape with a hood. So cloaks don't have armholes, right? No. Yes, correct. It's it's, it's like a cape with a hood. No no armholes. That's just a hoodie. I think we're getting closer and closer to, to cloak... I mean, women are already, Cl- you, you know, the clean girls and the it girls are already doing like the oversized blazer where it's like just on their shoulders. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're halfway there to the, to the cloak. Maybe this is the, maybe this is the more masculine way of adopting the blazer over the shoulders mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's like a little less intimidating for us to just toss a, a cloak on. And the brooches can be just swagged out, I guess. You know, I, I actually think that like, brooch? have brooches been in? Uh, everything I saw at the Golden Globes were a bunch of people. I wouldn't say they had brooches, but I saw a lot of ornate sewn things okay. on people. Yeah, like like people had like large roses or mm. like just embroidered things, which kind of trends gnome. If I'm being honest, 
I could see some gnomes just hey, sitting around, just like whittling things. There's Ed Asner as the OG gnome himself, um, Santa Claus. <laughs> is, is that the original gnome? Is that is, is gnome core only catching on because Santa Claus uh, Santa was just so, in, he was just so in the news right cycle now? for a little yeah. bit? <laughs> yeah, my, it, it might have been. You know who else is very gnomish? Is is uh, is Dumble is Professor Dumbledore for sure? At for sure, he's got some drip. Yeah, Dumbledore's got some drip. Sneaky. Yeah, sneaky. I started watching the new Lord of the Rings series uh, over Christmas. Ah, Rings of power. And I haven't made it very far, but um, I, I am hoping to draw some kind of inspiration from them. A lot of ALD inspiration. Uh, T- Teddy Santis is getting. He's giving gnome a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's even a photo of the man himself just looking straight up gnome. I right. think I'm going to lean into this for the remainder of the of the season. There he is. Until until we start getting consistent temperatures that are uh, too hot to layer, uh-huh. I think I might start going a little gnomey. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with my gnomies. Well, for now a bit. you 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 you've cemented the fact that we have to go to this Irish pub tomorrow. We are because I'm 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 going to dress up. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be transparent here, Barrett. Uh, I'm already yeah. I already have plans to oh, go. Okay, so, so I'm, so I'm it's going to crash your party. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a party. It's just my my future brother-in-law. Yeah, and I yeah. decided that we deserve. We deserve to break dry January by having some pints with the lads. Oh, okay. We're gonna get into that in here in a second, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can we can get in whenever. Um, I mean, can we talk about social omnivores real quick? Let's talk about social omnivores first. I didn't know what social omnivores were until you sent me something, and as I started reading it, I started to realize that I'm definitely uh, headed in that direction. So, will you explain what a social omnivore? Yes. So I I came across this uh, this term, this phrase. We just we got to name everything these days. You know, we have to give every type of lifestyle and every decision that you make with your personal, social, and cultural uh, being. We have to we have to name it. And so, uh, bon appetit is is the post here, and uh, the 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 title is the social omnivore lifestyle is rising. And so what this touches on is, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to get to sobriety here and, and dry January and all of that. It's very popular to, to, to do that. I mean, beyond dry January, there's just a, there's a quite a large like sober movement, I think, in general. There's a, there's a lot of oh, that, yeah, the, the kids um, in, in the culture right now. But the other thing and probably the thing that I vibe with a lot more than, um, than passing on alcohol is passing on meat is trying to be a little bit more sensitive and, and thoughtful with, uh, with how much, um, with how much meat you're consuming. And, you know, I won't get into the, the whole climate thing that all, all the, the factory farming causes, but, uh, here's what a social omnivore lifestyle is. They're vegetarian, but only when they're home meet the social omnivores. They eat plant-based at home when it's in their control, but socially when they're out at restaurants, when they're with friends, they still indulge in a brisket or a steak or a burger. Um, so it's, you know, there's the, a word here is, is flexitarian, uh, flexitarian, <laughs> flexitarian. So they are, they're kind of, you know, they're getting rid of the, like the very hard and fast rules of being a vegetarian or vegan and controlling it where they can by being plant-based or plant focused or heavily vegetarian or vegan, whichever you choose at home. But then when you go out, when you're at restaurants, when you're with friends, if you're at somebody else's home, you're still you're you're still eating you know meat products whatever whatever you so choose. Are you doing yeah. sober January, dry January? I'm not doing dry it. January. Okay. No, no. Um, I I am uh, I'm I am currently doing dry January. Yeah. I do plan on breaking it tonight. 
I don't know if I'm gonna like yeah. spend the rest of the month, you know, having casual drinks or anything, or if I'm just gonna do it for the weekend. Did you also break it right at the beginning though? I, I had, delayed had... because my birthday is January second. That's right. And yeah. so yeah. I'm not really in the business of not enjoying myself to my <laughs> my full capabilities on my birthday. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. so my birthday is already on a very depressing day. Yeah. Uh, maybe the scariest day of the year for some. And so it's just not not me to say I uh, have limitations. But what I am doing, uh, and I will be sticking with through the end of the month is I've been doing pescatarian January. Okay. This is something I do randomly. Usually I only do it for about a week, or maybe two weeks. I've never done a full month of it, so I figured this would be a fun month to try it. And now I'm starting to think that when I go back, I think I might actually try the social omnivore side of things because I, I can easily do this at home. It's not hard for me to make fish at home. It's not hard for me to make vegetarian meals at home. What's difficult for me is going to restaurants where they have like one fish option. It's right. always salmon. Or if they just have a salad that like, you get tired of eating salads. Yeah, one. I would love to yeah. just say, you know what? This this restaurant probably knows how to cook something better than I do when it comes to meat. I'm just going to start going all in on you guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm trying to get better about like 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 right now what we do is we consciously make an effort to not include meat in every meal of the week. Yeah. Like if we're like like we're, we try to at least cook something and usually when we cook our meals go you know two four six something yeah like, something like that uh and so we try to do something plant-based and and without meat so that we have that for at least a couple dinners a couple lunches something like that um I, I i find it more difficult to find a lot of like we like i love cooking out of cookbooks half-baked harvest healthy-ish like you know I've, I've named some of the ones that that i really like uh here on the pod before it's it it's not always easy to find vegetarian recipes that i find like filling and satisfying. And so I really need to just like, like get my, you know, get my, get, get the depth of my rest, my go-to vegetarian recipes. Uh -huh. I need to build that up a little bit. That's, that's, that's where I struggled with. And that's why yeah. I was only doing like a week at a time because I have a friend uh, who kind of explained to me why she was a vegetarian. Uh, and after a vacation where we were visiting her, um, I decided to go for a couple weeks after I was just going to go straight vegetarian. And it was the most difficult thing for me was figuring out how to find the, the, the yeah. recipes to cook, what I liked. Like, I mean, you can go buy a bunch of mushrooms, but you're going to get tired of eating mushrooms after a little bit. Sure. But I guess that goes the same as if you were eating a bunch of, you know, ground beef. Right. Like, it's just a difficult thing to, to navigate. But I do think that I could see myself going full time doing this on the drinking front of things. Like just only drinking when I'm out and not at home because I don't really drink that much at home these days anyway. So that, that, that leads me to another, another thing that, that I, I wanted to bring up here. There's, I, I don't have it in front of me, so I, I won't get it, get it pulled up, but I think it was like pure, pure wow or finery 29 or, or one of those publications that like, again, because everything has to be named in this day and age, they were like talking about again, a, a, a rising lifestyle, uh, which they were calling damp. Yes, which is and and I I've heard this this phrase this term thrown around a little bit this year, uh, damp January. Yeah, which is essentially where you're either like only drinking on Saturday, or alternatively, kind of like what we're saying. I think on a on a broader scale, it is like drinking on the weekends and not on the week, which has been like a Sunday scariest thing and kind of like among our peers, like a thing for a long time. You kind of yeah. you kind of go hard on the weekends. You go out to dinner. Maybe you hit up one bar or something like that, Saturday beer, Sunday wine, like in the evening, and then you restore and refresh and go healthy like during the week to kind of like balance that out and make up for it. It's and not, so an, it's, to me, it's, it's not an admirable thing. It's I, not an admirable <laughs> I don't think it's that admirable. Like, oh, you only drink on the weekend. Like, okay, big deal. Well, okay. I, 
sure. I, no, I, <laughs> no. I, if I, you're I, cutting I, back, if you're cutting back, it's admirable. No. But it's just funny to me sometimes where I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I, I could probably do that. Well, okay, the, yeah, that's kind of where I was going. Like, does that need a name? No, does that need? The, no, like, I think it's just being just how most people yeah. do this, and like, and, and and even if they don't, like, do we need a distinction between? Like you have sober and you have like alcoholic, right? Yes, yeah. Like you're drinking too much or you don't drink at all. Everything else is some form of moderation. Like yeah. we don't have to name yeah. every single version of this, whether you enjoy one or two drinks every day or whether you abstain during the week, unless you had like a really hard day at work and maybe you have three or four on the weekends or like, 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 like all of it is just like mixing matching to make sure that, that, that we feel healthy and good about what we're doing. And so like, like you said, like if you're, Making an attempt to pull back and and something like damp January or a damp lifestyle is like what how you need to frame it for yourself. Good, more power to you. But like, I don't think that we need to name and describe every single version of like drinking in moderation that there is. No, I think when it comes to like that kind of thing, no, we don't need to name it because we're just looking for something to talk about. Yeah, we're just, when right, it comes to like right, trends right and stuff, we need those to be yes. named because we need things to talk about on this. Like, that is this true. Podcast. That's true. Yeah, I, like don't, we, I can't. I I shouldn't bite the hand that feeds me. Yeah, we can't. We have to be careful here. <laughs> we have to be careful. And like, I, I, I'd be lying if I said that there's part of me that's just like I can't. I can't just not go out and be social and do like a month away because I I feel like I just need to. I need to go see like what people are doing. I need to get my people watching in. I just don't do that enough when yeah. I'm when I'm sitting at home just being bored. Well, so how do you? feel about you know like if you were if if you're super duper committed to both dry january but also maintaining your social schedule it's, like have you ever gone out and done a dinner done drinks and then just like drink you know drink the soda water with lime yeah yeah, yeah. when i get in the mode when i get in the mode i'm good at it yeah like i can i can be good and i can be strict about it but i just like i just it's the boredom that kills me like when i'm it's just, it's a sunday afternoon and I have nothing to do, I would love to just go have a beer somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. like, I yeah. would love to go, like, I, I guess I can go have like a, why don't you just read a book? You a, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I do that. I do that sometimes, but like, it just doesn't, the, the, it doesn't scratch the itch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I don't I do mean, that sometimes. I've read, I've read four books in the last like two years. I, the, the reason that I don't do dry January or, or, or have not attempted it is because like, I just don't, the, the value that I feel like I would get out of dry January is less than the value that I get of like the release valve of like seeing people having a drink or coming home after a really long day and like pulling an ice cold beer out of the fridge. Like there are just like these moments like why like why am I going to uh, why am I going to deprive myself of that? And I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm not poo pooing anybody that does sober January. It's obviously a massive wave that a lot of people find value in and get something out of it just for me like i would just be like hopping on a wave to do it because it's not something that i that i feel like i need to do a hundred percent of the reason that i do it like a hundred percent of the reason is to just feel uh like i'm getting back to normal after a long holiday yeah like and two weeks of 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 not indulging i officially feel back to a hundred percent yeah and yeah, yeah, and yeah. and now that i feel a hundred percent i'm like well why why would I like if a, if an athlete right. feels you've if, reset? Yeah, you do not feel like the malaise of like drinking for nine days straight or whatever, or, yeah. like all that type of stuff. Like now you are you're back to zero. Put yeah. me in, coach. Yeah, like you, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. I I want to get out there. I want to score some goals. Like yeah. let me let me get out there. Uh, in in the same vein, and I'm actually going to bump this up because I want to talk about this. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about oh well sober January. Well, I'm not doing sober January. I'm going to do. I'm going to go California January where I still can have my edibles or hit my weed pen and things like that. Okay. And uh, on Overheard in LA, 
uh, or Overheard LA, one of uh, one of the many Overheard accounts out there that do very well and that are always very entertaining. They came up with uh, what it's like to be sober in LA. They have Echo Park Sober, which is orange wine, isn't technically alcohol, especially if you drink <laughs> it while looking bored at El Prado. Uh, they have uh, other variations of this. They have Venice Sober, three yearly ayahuasca trips and microdosing shrooms before something I can't pronounce. They have Silver Lake Sober, no alcohol because Andrew Huberman said so. Molly Weeknights at Zebulon to dance away the pain of knowing you'll never own a home. That's, that might hit a little too... <laughs> that might hit a little too close. Santa Monica Sober. Beverly Hills Sober, wine only in the evenings, expensive Coke before the kids' soccer practice. That's aggressive. <laughs> and so I started thinking. I've actually, I've actually have had a note to myself for a very long time about coming up with various versions of... of quote unquote sober, where you're quote unquote sober without actually being sober. And and I started thinking, you know what, we need to figure out what the variation of of retail therapy sober is. If if we were to designate things that people are allowed to do if they decide to go full retail therapy yeah, sober, what yeah. wh- what are they allowed to eat or drink? Well, so my my first thought when I saw this on our rundown was actually not food or drink. It, retail therapy sober, I feel like would be no shopping, no self-care. No massages, no splurges at Mr. Porter. It's no, true. no, yeah. S, no. You can't hit the essence sale. <sighs> See, this is you hard. Can't, you can't pick up any new candles, right? Like, like that. That that's where I went. But I think if we are, if we're staying in within the bounds of food and drink, then I think if you go retail therapy sober, then you're only allowed to have uh, um, martinis. Even though, d- yes, they were on our out list, but you know, this is part of. No, it was is, dirty. Okay, why. there there needs to be there needs to be. <laughs> Okay. An understanding Dirty here. Mart- okay. Martinis are not out. Okay. But Dirty- y'all need to start ordering other stuff. Yes. Try a Gibson. Try right. a Cosmo. Try yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. So it would be what so during retail therapy sober, you can only have gin martinis between the hours of three and five PM. <laughs> Why three and five? Because that's like the most I feel like that's the most uh, Sun up martinis are a dangerous, dangerous game. They to play. are, but I but I feel like w- when I think of 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 our of our vibe, you know, where we like to shift the vibes. It's a, it's a very kind of like afternoony. Why am I drinking hard liquor at four at four p.m.? I, I do wonder that sometimes. As opposed to, you know, like right, like what's like like. I don't know. That feels more retail therapy ish than than uh. Well, I don't know. Now I'm now you've actually now, now I've, 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 I'm I'm talking myself out of it. Now you've talked me into thinking that retail therapy sober needs to be, have to do with spending habits, and I think you're right. Yeah, I tried to get so when I was little, uh, my mom, my my dad always made fun of my mom for for shopping, and my mom admitted that she would probably shop a lot. And so my dad bet my mom one summer day that she couldn't go a month without spending money on material items. Okay. They bet $100 at the time. I'm not sure with inflation what that would equate to now, but I think in the early 90s, $100 was a decent amount. And uh, and my mom did it. And my dad was so spiteful towards her for not not spending money on that kind of stuff that he paid her in pennies, which I think just infuriated my mom even more. I don't think they had like Coinstar machines back in the day. So to get $100 in pennies was uh, very insulting. But I, I thought of this recently, and I think it was either November – it was, it was October or November. I, I asked Sally. I was like, do you think you could go the full month without buying anything? I'll do it with you. And she said, yes. I'm not kidding. Six days later, <laughs> six days later, packages started arriving yeah. at our place. And I was like, "You'd I, for in order for this to have arrived today, you would have had to order this at least three days ago, which means that you didn't even make it two days into retail therapy October. Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't, it didn't work. 
<laughs> I don't think I could. Do, I, I, that, that would be, I mean, we're talking about it here and I talk about like, you know, like I don't let you, the sober January is kind of whatever for me. The, 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 the retail therapy sober, not making any purchases would be so much more difficult. That you, would probably be way more healthier for me to actually like go into a month and try to be like, let's see if I can do this. No, no spending on like you can make an you can make an Amazon purchase, right? I think you can make an Amazon purchase as long as it's for something that would be classified as a necessity, yeah, like necessity. within your within yeah, your domicile. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would it be more difficult for you to go an entire month not buying material stuff online? Mm -hmm. Or would it be more difficult for you to go an entire month not eating at restaurants? And by eating at restaurants, I'm not including takeout. I'm talking about like going to a restaurant and sitting down and eating. So every other meal you'd have to either have to like pick up curbside. Yeah. Or that, that would be a lot easier. You think that would be easier for you oh, than yeah. shopping yeah. online? For sure. I see, I think it'd be easier for me to give up shopping online for a month. Yeah. I think it would be an, a good exercise for me, but I think it would be very difficult for me to just not go to a restaurant for a long time. Yeah. I like having those little 90 yeah. minute reprieves this is this is if you if you pulled up the t uh, our two mint accounts this would i think this would be the differentiator i would like to see that yeah, yeah. My, my, my my like retail spending would probably the bar would be higher i think your restaurant spending on the bar would be higher i think you're right yeah i think you're right i need to i need to uh start evening the playing field when it comes to the clothes that i purchase uh i'm going to exercise something on february 1st i'm going to go into my closet and I'm going to start pulling out things that I have not worn during the cold weather up until this point. Okay. If I haven't worn it by February 1st of the winter, that I, that that item needs to go. Okay. And for the first time in my life, I'm realizing that it's not going to feel right to donate this stuff. I, I have to get on Grailed or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I have a cardigan that I spent way too much money on. It got its <laughs> use in my cost per wear. I feel good about it. But I'm not going to – I don't wear it anymore and I don't feel I – can't, I can't just get rid of it. Yeah. I have to sell this thing. It does – it wouldn't feel right. Should we just come up with it? Should we just have a retail therapy market where we can just have people just like list their shit on there? I mean, that big brain thinking, but yeah, yeah, like that that should absolutely be a I might just drop it in know. the club cool discord before and be like, can someone just take this card again? It's like a it's like I, I don't want to put it up for adoption yeah. somewhere else and yeah. just have a rando take it. I want to know that it's going to a good home. Right. Right. That's my concern. <sighs> yeah, we need uh I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago too, but we need we need our our store Moss here to go into guys consignment as well so that we have an easy yes. an easy Help me out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too lazy to like You also, by the way, I made my first um o o over the the little 3 week break here. I made my first purchase on the real on the real real. How'd that go? .com. Um pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it, I, I bought a pair of shoes, and the, the one of the things with it is about real real that I like. I don't really. It's it, it's fine. It is what it is. But like the description about what you're going to receive is pretty lacking because they they just have too many things. So you don't yeah, know things insane. like are you gonna have the original shoe box? Yeah. If there's any bonus laces, you're gonna get those. Are you gonna get the dust bags? Are you gonna get like all the little things? So it's just like it's very. So especially with the shoes, you're just kind of you're kind of rolling the dice a little bit. Yeah. At my and old they, job, they, they, I they had turned out I had the fine, pleasure, but no original box or anything like that. So See, that's that's I think that's on the retailer that that sent their stuff to them or the person that sent their stuff to them. I had the uh, the nightmare task at one point in my life of shipping stuff to the real real. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I fucking hated it. It was just like you. We were just from, taking from the store. Yeah, you know we were just taking oh, piles yeah, of stuff, moving stuff on the real. Yeah, like we had some extra. Would we had like extra nice stuff? inventory and stuff, and yeah. we didn't want to sell it at like oh, a deep discount in the store or something. We decided that we were going to send it to them, and it, and I think it ended up working out fine. Interesting. But sending all that stuff was a task because it's all high end stuff. I mean, the real real has just high end stuff right. on there. Right. 
And so it was like, well, I don't want something to happen in transit. And then like, you're just doing shoe boxes. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure this was a personal, this was from some, a, a, an individual who, for whatever reason had like gotten rid of the shoe box. That's I, what'd hon- you get? I, honestly, I think it's, I think it's, it's probably, well, this is an interesting question. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pitch it to you. Okay. If money is no option and mm-hmm. you're just spending, buying whatever yeah. you want, whenever, just drop of a hat. Oh, you want those Bruno Cuccinelli boots at 1300 Sure, fine. Are you keeping all your shoe boxes? Old me says no. New me thinks I need to keep shoe boxes. Okay. And I'm at a, I'm currently at a very, I'm at a crossroads right now because half of my shoes have boxes. The other half of my shoes are just in like organized piles on a shelf in my closet. And I need to transition over to having all shoe boxes. Yeah. So So I can stack them and keep things clean. But but so 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 we've been talking about like redesigning like a like or or, or figuring out better storage in our our primary closet, uh-huh. right? In our uh-huh. in our closet. And I was thinking like it, you know, if you had just some big, badass, nice, fancy, fully built out container store, California closet, like, you know, beautiful walk-in, that that has spots for all your shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're not going to, you're not just going to have stacks of all your shoe boxes. Probably they're going to be displayed in a nicer way or stored in a, in a way that you've, that you've built out and paid for. So I, I still find myself wanting to hold onto the shoe boxes. I do too. So but I, it feels I pointless sometimes like a, like, an, like a spot, like, like a storage spot upper where you can't, where you don't, that you don't need to access very readily where you can store all the shoe boxes, like up towards the ceiling. Like maybe you get like. you're making me like want to design a closet right now like i just want to i want to get like a tiny house and just make it into a closet it 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 felt like um that the i was thinking about it i was like if you're just willy-nilly buying pairs of shoes like that maybe you don't care about the shoe boxes yeah you probably don't not not, it's that like I feel like we in kind of this like middle tier are kind of like holding on to it because it's like mm, this is my nice. See, this is, I'm not. This is my nice shoebox. Yeah, but like exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, am I gonna save the shoebox from like the nice loafers I wore at my wedding? Yeah, I'm gonna save that shoebox. Yeah. Am I gonna save the shoebox for like a pair of like Nike Reacts? Like, no, I'm probably no, gonna throw right. that shoebox no, out. Same, same. And so it's like, yeah. I guess I need to, I need to create some uniformity within my own environment right now. Yeah. I'm 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 botching it. God, this pod's flying off the rails. We're it really is. But now boxes. I'm I mean, it's a good No, you I actually I saw a picture of someone's closet one time and I was like, "Oh, that's really smart to keep the shoe boxes because yeah. it kind of keeps things under control. It right. keeps it more organized. It, you can stack everything yeah, as opposed if you need the organization of that the boxes no, provide, do. then then you keep the boxes and also I, I do sell a lot of stuff online. Yeah. Boxes people want the boxes. Yeah. It, that I, that helps sell your item to have the original box. But so then, I, so like, I keep how far do we take this? Are we going to start saving like the sleeves for our like sweaters that we get in in the mail uh, and stuff like I that? I do save the ALD. Do you? The, not, not, not every time. But the ALD sleeves I save because I know that that is a brand where people will appreciate getting the item in the ALD sleeve. Like you're, that helps my, my – you're, you're absolutely correct. My marketing pitch. I, I wish I would have thought about that. So Can I can I buy some uh, can I buy some <laughs> sleeves off you before I start diving into Grailed or anything? Yes, yes. $20 each. <laughs> Uh, if if there's one okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, talk about a new sponsor here real quick, and yeah. I'm it's one I'm very excited about. A lot of people don't know this about me, but one of my favorite all time tasks around the house is uh, doing laundry. I love it, I absolutely love it. And here's something you might have never thought about, Barrett. Why does laundry detergent always come in these massive plastic jugs? Doesn't make sense. Who wants that? Don't know. Those inconvenient, awkward, heavy jugs are filled with messy goo, and that's up to ninety percent water. 
Washing machines already use water, so why would we pay more for it? Not to mention, 91% of those jugs don't get recycled. That's right, 70 million detergent jugs wind up in our landfills every single year, but it's not like you can just stop doing laundry. So what? do what I did and switch to Earth Breeze. My new EarthBreeze laundry detergent eco sheets, they look like dryer sheets. I'm a big dryer sheet guy. I love a dryer sheet, but they're not dryer sheets. These dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It really couldn't be easier. There's no measuring. There's no mess. You just toss it in and call it a day. EarthBreeze has made the whole concept of detergent better. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic-free, and their eco sheets are vegan, cruelty-free, they're just incredible. They're dermatolo- dermatologists. I don't know how to say the word. This word is putting my brain in a pretzel. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get through this word because I have to. I have to do it for myself. These are dermatologically Ooh. tested and safe for sensitive skin. I don't know what's up with me. I think it's the winter. I've yeah. had dry skin. I'm feeling sensitive. Yeah, I'm always. itchy. That, that's, that's the winter, baby. I think it's time to flex with some earth breeze. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or even canceled by you at any time without penalty and with their buy one give 10 initiative each purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice a whopping 30 million loads have already been donated these little sheets have turned a chore into an act of kindness and most important you still get a powerful clean with your clothes Go make it happen. This makes it so easy. We have such limited space in our closet that even from a space and, and, and storage standpoint, it's just easier to have this little box right there than it is to have a bunch of jugs of uh, detergent. And now we have a child in the mix. It's just difficult. Love, love, a lot sa- of laundry. love saving space. We, a lot need, of laundry. we need room for our shoe boxes, man. Yeah, they need to make this for shoe boxes. I'm telling you this, but you won't really know until you try it. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. They're just confident you'll love it as much as I do. Now's the time to try EarthBreeze because right now my listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash scaries to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash scaries for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash scaries. Uh, Barrett, I, did, I, I don't have this on the rundown, but I've, I've been doing something lately uh, that I think we should just probably do quarterly, which is check in on our in and out lists. Yeah. yeah. I've got a couple things that I've noticed have been in. Okay. Can I can I run these by you sure. real quick? Yeah, please. Uh, first and foremost, between between uh, when people broke for Christmas and, and New Year's, uh, I saw something that makes sense that it'd be in, and this was mainly in uh, bougie ski areas. Moon boots. Yeah. Moon boots. Everyone's wearing moon boots these days. They're not cheap. I thought. I thought they're like, kind of cheap. I mean, not like like they're not super expensive though. Are they not? Uh, not okay. Okay. Well, like, I mean, for, for a nice pair of boots, I guess they're pretty on par with everything else. I think I was thinking cause my, my, uh, my niece recently got some and for a children's pair of boots, they are quite expensive for that. Yeah. Uh, I, everyone I saw, everyone I saw in a, some bougie, nice area, uh, with snow in it, everyone was just wearing moon boots. Yeah. I, I, I think that they're the, I mean, here, so here's, here's a big pair of, of, uh, of moon boots. We're talking 165. 165. So, they, so, uh, you know, uh, in our world of things, not not crazy. I mean, when it comes to buying a nice pair of boots that you can wear in the snow, if you're buying something for less than that, you're probably going to have to replace those at some point relatively soon. Most yeah, of the time, um, I I did see this. I, I saw I saw that we that we put on our stories either scaries or, or retail pod. I can't remember which, but I, I saw that that we posted about these, and and I, I was noticing quite a few pairs of these as well. I think that the whole um, like kind of like ski bunny look and kind of like that that kind of 90s it's kind, not it's, not it's, the not the um not not the gaper style 
not like the super neon and everything. No, no, but we're talking like lavish, like Dumb and Dumber. Exactly. That's, I was, Dumb and Dumber was what I was going to say. Uh, of Ski Bunny vibe is, is very back. Uh, and then you had, uh, we mentioned this on a pod a couple of months ago, I believe, but on, on, on our listener question, somebody was asking if Uggs were back. And I, I responded to that question kind of knowingly being like, well, yeah, they've kind of been back for a couple of years. I've noticed more and more Uggs. But now that I've been paying attention to the feed a little bit more and, and seeing more female women's stuff crop up, I think I now know what she was referring to because I, while I think Uggs were back as kind of like casual houseware, it's fun to have Uggs again mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. Now they are they are being styled in going out like daily fits quite a bit. And in, yeah. in particular, it is the Ugg mini boot. It yeah. is the, it's the, not, not the, not the mid calf one, like the short one. Yeah. Uh, that are all over the place and often being, it's mostly being worn with like a very wide legged pant, something that covers the boot. But, uh, but, but they are everywhere on my feed right now. And I feel like that kind of goes, uh, hand in hand with, um, with the kind of with, with the moon boot style as well. I mean, Julia Julia Fox was even spotted wearing them over uh, the Christmas season, just rocking out some uh, some. What are they called? The low ones. The it's the mini boot. The, the Ugg mini, mini boot. boot. Yeah. I'd, uh, Uggs Uggs stress me out. There's something there there's something that stresses me out about Uggs. Too. I think it's just the the blob nature of them, the way that they they move with people's feet. The way, I don't know I don't know what it is about them. They freak me out. Yeah, I th- also think it's because I saw so many salt-stained Uggs in 2005 and 2006 <laughs> that it's hard for me to look at them at this point. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, can I can I name t- two other things that I think are very in right now? Yeah, okay. Uh, I know that this brand has been around for a long time. I have no clue how to pronounce it. It's spelled very simply A L O. I don't think you say A L O. Aloe. Aloe. Men wearing aloe. I have seen such an uptick in this in the last few months. I know that women have been wearing it for a long time. Yeah. I know that it's been popular. It was not popular in my section of things. I have seen more dudes wearing the hats, wearing the vests, wearing the sweatshirts, wearing everything. Like a little oversized, a little baggy, pretty cozy, pretty comfy looking. It's everywhere. Is, 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 it, is it just me or have I just started noticing it because I saw it once and, and realized what the brand was? So, no, you're right. The, the, you, more and more men have been wearing aloe. And here's what I, here's what I think happened because I, I speak anecdotally from, from my own personal uh, you know, thought process here. Aloe is, I would say by far the, the sportswear athletic gear brand for women right now. Yeah. That is, that is what that, that, that's the number one brand that I see the sets from Lulu Lulu, in the hot seat. Lulu still is still, wait, wait, what did you say? They're in the hot seat. They're still, I, they're still like very solid. I still see a lot of Lululemon, but like, um, one more quick aside. I, I I brought some stuff. I brought a two big boxes to Buffalo Exchange mm-hmm. over the break. A couple things that were in there were the tri block, tri color block leggings from Outdoor Voices. Yeah, circa 2016, oh, yeah. 17. It's been a minute since I've seen those. And they looked at them and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of overextended on these right now. We've got a lot of these." I believe and, it. And um, it, it was just notable, and and especially here in Austin, where the brand really, really exploded. Oh, if people in Austin uh, aren't taking uh, Outdoor and, Voices and, leggings and, in, then it's, and, it's dire. And and Outdoor Voices has really, really, really just like fallen off a cliff. You don't you don't like see for, it for nearly a while, as much. It was all you saw, especially like in here. Every like, Whole Foods, every Central Market, every time you'd be out at brunch or whatever, just triple color leggings as far as the eye could see. Everywhere, 
and everywhere now it is not that it is the matching sets from aloe it is the it's a, a little bit more polished a little bit more glamorous looking um okay so i certainly picked up on on the rise of aloe and it made me interested in in the brand because they do offer men's mm-hmm. that's what i think's happened i think it's become so popular in the women's side of things that men are like want a piece of it as well yeah um it's it I've tried on stuff. I've gone onto the Aloe store and in, in, on South Congress and tried on some things. None of it fit me very well. Is it, it looks and, like it fits large and uh, boxy. And, and I find the kind of little silvery, glitzy logo doesn't really like fit the like a like like my, at least my vibe as well as it does for as well as it reads on women. I feel like. It is becoming so popular among men that a lot of men want that logo right now. They do. They want. They, do. they want that patch. Yeah. They, they want that stony patch on the shoulder. Right. That's something I'm going to buy soon, and I'm not proud of it. But it's it it's the it on men. It reads as like as like kind of the California golf bro guy, right? Like to like be honest, little, the first time like, I saw the first time I saw a guy wearing aloe, like a little douchey. I saw a guy and, and I, I saw a guy wearing a hat, and he was wearing an aloe hat. And my first inclination was. He's only wearing that so girls talk to him. He's wearing a he's wearing a female centric hat so girls talk to him. And then I, someone's like, "No, they make guys close to him." I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense." Yeah, but yeah, yeah I get it. And I d- don't get me wrong. I, like I'm 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 kind of poo pooing it here. I, I I wanted in on it too because it's so popular, right? Like yeah. And it, and the stuff looks amazing on women, and it looks the co- the color palette's great. Like it all you know fits really well. I, but I'm I, right now. I'm just not. I'm just not feeling it. On guys. I have. A, I, I have an embargo on my spending for athleisure right I, now. I've definitely noticed a lot more of it on guys. Yeah, especially those trucker hats with the big silver logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the final, the final thing I have that's currently uh, been in, and I, I'm worried it's on its way out, is a uh, this emoji. Yeah, this emoji. Make, making a heart with your hands. Yes, I, I have been getting those uh, in all different shapes and forms lately yeah. from all different walks of life. And so I just wanted to put that on my list and just make a mental note that, that okay. if you're trying to be nice to somebody this weekend, hit them with the note, note, hands heart emoji. It's been noted mentally. I think I might just start doing that in photos. <laughs> that might just be my that might be my new call sign. No, I just sit there. I mean, isn't it's kind of the Bieber thing, right? Is that what he does? He back in the day, like when he was doing. Was he Baby. The, was he the initial like inspiration for this for this emoji? I feel like this was I, I don't know. I feel, yeah, <sighs> is his Who eye okay yet? Is his eye okay? I I, I don't know. He had I some know. eye issue. I don't yeah. know. He had to cancel dates. GQ just posted like a column that was just like thirty four of the best Haley and Justin fits though. So that we they got that going for. They'll, they'll get me. They'll get they'll they'll get that click from I'm me. I'm definitely gonna click on that. Uh, Barrett, it's time. Yeah, let's do our wish list. Okay. It's been a minute since we've added anything to our wish list. We kind of skipped it the last couple episodes, yeah, but yeah. we're back now. Do you want me to start since I've already got mine in here and you've already talked about them? Sure. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, someone tweeted. Don't know who it is. I would love to, to give them some attribution right now, but I can't do that as I did not save the tweet. But it said, someone stop me from buying these YSL uh, patent tortoise shell patent leather loafers. And I saw them, and I was like, I kind of love these things. <laughs> I love a loafer. I know, I know, uh, the club cool boys aren't the biggest loafer fans sometimes. That, that, yeah, but um, that's, that's that doesn't okay. stop my my love for loafers. I think my dad's love for loafers has caused me to just have that ingrained in my brain. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. There's something about the. I love a tortoise. I love a tortoise. Um, I've never been into the shiny tortoise, I guess. But I think I could I could see myself getting into this and maybe tossing these with some jeans. Unfortunately. And I told Barrett that before the uh, episode started, this is not an imminent cop. Yeah. Because these are $895. And mm. so what I plan on doing uh, is not buying these 
unless uh, something happens. Maybe YSL gets canceled or something, and they get a <laughs> deep discount, and I can get them for under two. Uh, so here's what you do. You go to YSL.com, and you sign up for their emails, and then you will get a you know early access private sale type email. Okay. Um, and because this is a very seasonal trend focused leather, this is not just a standard black pair of penny loafers. They will go on sale. See, that's now, what I'm talking it, about. It, it probably won't be more than like, you definitely won't get more than 50% off. You're more likely to discount is 30, but that still makes them a, a, you know, a little bit more feasible with this. I, you know, I, I pulled these up and what it made me think of like, I'm, you know, who doesn't love tortoise shell? Tortoiseshell doesn't get utilized enough out, outside of like acetate and, and sunglasses. I totally right? agree. Yeah. I totally agree. It's really weird to me. I don't know. There's something There's something very like mid-90s or late-90s or whatever about a patent tortoise kind of thing. I feel like you don't see it very often. You've seen it. I see it sometimes in like women's accessories. You can see like an acrylic earring or something or like a, okay. a, yeah. a clutch yeah. or things like that. Sure. But when it comes to men's stuff, you don't really see it. And I almost feel like this is... I feel like it's kind of a cool item because I think that a lot of people would see you wearing them and not think twice. But if somebody really honed in on your footwear and looked right. down, they'd be like, hey, those are kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just kind of different. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a statement piece that like kind of blends in well. They're pretty versatile. I'm also in a period, I'm, I'm going through my loafer era a little bit, but I, I have a pair of black loafers that I wear a lot. And I, I've been looking for a pair of mix-in loafers that I can wear in place of my black ones. And so I've been going the brown route. I haven't found anything that I'm in love with yet. And this was just kind of the the tipping point of me realizing that I just need to get something that's not black. Yeah. Will I get these? Probably not. Will I get something similar? I might try. I might try. Do you have anything you're adding to your list today? Yeah. Uh, we're we're on the uh, we're on the designer wavelength today for um for our wish list items. Um, I carry a card case. That's my that's my my wallet of choice. Little two slot, two slot, mm -hmm. front and back. Mm -hmm. that, that is the style that I've carried for well over a decade now. And um, I, I don't like beat them into the ground until they're like falling apart at the seams. But I go several years at least with them, and then you know it's time for a, for a refresh. And so it's about that time. I've had my current one, which is from from Coach, um, for uh, several years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's the what's the life what's the life of a wallet like what do you think yours is like how long do i think i've had it yeah and it's got it's got to have been four years it's it's something that i don't i don't think i replace enough and i i mean this thing could probably go another two like it's pretty it's pretty solid yeah yeah uh, all i do is sit on it it's true <laughs> I, I refuse to sit on my wallet i don't yeah. i don't you like having pocket i just usually just have it out huh. recklessly okay yeah, yeah. If, I, if you see me in europe mug me <laughs> Do you think this thing is causing me back issues? No. At this small? No. Uh, but is it just giving me That's a little... That's about the exact size of my wallet. Is it giving me a little one centimeter uh, tilt? That yeah, it, you it, might. It's, that's messing with my spine? See, how do you not think about that? If you ever have back pain, do you ever just think about that? Like, man, it's probably my wallet. I'm, well, now I'm thinking about it. Like, what if it's something that small? I have a little... I just have a little ostrich uh, card case thing that I carry around that I, I enjoy. Well, so, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about going a little fancier. Mm. on this next go round. Okay. But uh I I Louis Vuitton and Goyard are I feel like a little too both too obvious. Yeah. Too I get you know it. and I I like to go off the beaten path. Um the first the so the first thing I'm going to bring up is also not where I intend on going, but it is it, it it's on my radar. And that that's kind of the obvious choice right now, which is Bottega Veneta um with, I like this. with their Intresiado uh leather stitching, which is, you know, it's the it's the 
the weave, the, mm-hmm. the that is very that's rec- it's, that's rec- very soothing to look at. Recognizable as a, as a Bottega hallmark, and um, obviously D- Daniel Lee is no longer uh, at the head of Bottega anymore. But while he was there, he really established this parakeet green as their kind of signature color, and I really like it. You're seeing this green in a lot of other places right now, um, and uh, and in even like like chartreuse, but in a little in like in a in a more in a, a greener chartreuse, kind of a neon green look is is, is hit me, really hit me with right some now. other variations uh, um, color variations of this i want to i want to see what this looks like oh okay the, yeah, the, got blue, that blue. Ooh, you, hit, can, you get can, that acorn you can keep it classic with like a brown acorn you got or like a merlot or anything or, um, oh <laughs> see uh, see the people that are listening in their car right now and that aren't watching on youtube or spotify they're just punching <laughs> air right now they're like i want to see how soothing this weave is uh oh i kind of like the blue deep blue that's not that deep blue is that little yeah. midnight so this is a great option, um, but but again, I, I I like to I like to swerve on them a little bit more, and so you're really gonna like where where I'm going next because here we go with uh, with favorite of the pod, Loewe. Um, so they they do we'll always follow me around. They they do. <laughs> they're called they're they're one of their signature card holders is in and they utilize this uh, this same look on on bags as well. They call it the puzzle. Mm-hmm. puzzle bag kind of like mountains to me puzzle card holder and it's like it's very geometric and, and does these like little triangle dips and they utilize this in like in in multicolor versions and also solid color versions here's the thing there's our bright green again i i don't know which one of these to choose i'm 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 getting uh i'm getting you know choice fatigue because how could i possibly choose from all these all these beautiful Color options. It is hard, and it's something. It's something you have to look at every single day. It's right. something you have to deal with. I mean, but then uh, conversely, it's something that you also have on your ass every single day. So how much should we care? You know. Yeah. But yeah. I get it. Like these are cool. I'd see. I I I guess the wallet and accessories are something that I could. Pro- it's probably a section of uh, menswear and men's accessories that I could really brush up on. This blue and gray is really nice. Yeah. But so is this black and brown. These you are know? cool. So I this, wish the uh, imprint wasn't there again with the imprint. The the embossed. You're out on that on that imprint. I don't know. The, Something yeah. as small as a wallet. Sometimes I'm like, do we need this? Like yeah. no one's no one's really staring at your wallet looking right. for branding on it. It would be clean without it. I I, yeah. I, I I do agree with that. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that only want it because of the imprint. Yeah. So th- this is what I'm adding to my list. It's a new card holder. I'm gonna well, I'll link you to both the Bottega and the uh, the Loewe. But I'm I'm leaning towards the Loewe puzzle puzzle card holder right now. I love it. I love it. We haven't had a wallet or a card holder on this uh, on our wish list yet, so this is big for everybody. I might need to go through my wish list soon and just uh, take some stuff off and yeah. make some make some. I mean, maybe we should, just, should should we start it anew for for twenty twenty three? We could, we could. Maybe maybe I'll make us make a, a, a Substack post that's just our twenty twenty two wish list, and then we'll move on and we'll start doing twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that idea. That's I cool. like that idea. Well, the first episode of Retail Therapy is in the books. Uh, do we need to do we need to put a cherry on top for any any reason? I don't think so. Another another great one. Well, if you haven't already, go uh, follow at retail.pod. Uh, we're having an online party when we hit 10k. I don't know what that means, but we, we I'll I'll just maybe post something. Let us know when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, I guess we'll see you guys uh, when we see you later.